Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper Podcast. Your host, Greg, will have smart discussions with friends, experts, and thought leaders on customer experience, transformation, and leadership. Please follow this podcast on your preferred platform. I am sure you will enjoy the next episode with the guest I selected for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper podcast. I am super thrilled today because Greg Milia is together with me. Hi, Greg. How are you? Hi, Greg. Across the ocean, glad to be with you. The same name, but far away, we have the next episode of, of this podcast. Thank you very much for accepting my invitation. I am thrilled that we, we are going to discuss about the Customer Experience Professional Associations. There are a lot of people already there, but we still have um, potential to grow. And with this podcast, I would like to share a bit more about the CXPA. Before we start discussing about the CXPA, Uh, I always uh, ask my guests to introduce themselves so that you can share uh, your career highlights and uh, make understandable for, for, the, um, for the audience what you're doing. Greg, please welcome to the CX Goalkeeper podcast. Could you please introduce yourself? Thank you, Greg. It's uh, great to be invited onto the uh, pitch and to have this conversation with you uh, today. I'm going to try to work in as many of the uh, uh, European soccer terms that I can think of uh, along the way. But uh, for those who don't know me, my name's uh, Greg Milia, CAE, which is Certified Association Executive. And I have the honor uh, to serve as the CEO of the Customer Experience Professionals Association, which means that I get to work with CX professionals from across the globe to help uh, define and raise standards for the customer experience profession bring people together to accomplish things that they can't easily do uh, on their own, uh, and to help make sure that we're raising awareness and respect and celebrating great customer experience that's happening throughout the world. Thank you. Now, I would. Sorry, go on, go on. I was going to say, now, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, wonder along the way, you know, what has your career path been? Where have you, you come from? And you can see the books behind me. That's, that's actually my bookshelf. <laughs> and uh, most of those books are anthropology and uh, systems theory and some CX thrown in for, for good measure. Um, trained a social anthropologist at the London School of Economics. Uh, and uh, my background really has been in hospitality Uh, in working with uh, government uh, consulting uh, and then uh, in uh, association management, including you know, the last uh, several years at CXPI. Thank you very much. I wanted only to state that we are honored that you are our CEO. I am also a proud member of the CXPA. I'm a CCXP, Customer Experience uh, Professional. And uh, thank you very much really for the great job that you did in the, in the last two years. Thank you. Um, I always ask this question and I'm really looking forward to, to listen to your answer. Which values drive you in life? That's a great question. You know, uh, uh, you know there are a lot of things that, that come to mind, you know, uh, giving back intellectual curiosity um, uh, and, and really trying to leave the world in a better place uh, than I've been. But uh, I'll share a little story and, uh, you know, I have a, have a book one of the books from the shelf, uh, Muzaffar Sharif. And Muzaffar Sharif was a social psychologist who introduced a term called superordinate goal. 
And what that means is trying to be, bring people together for a higher purpose. Um, you know, a longer story, which I'll, which I'll skip for the moment, but that's what I'm always trying to do. How can we listen to different perspectives, find the common ground, and create something that unites us to all work further and, and farther together? I think like a soccer team or in Europe, a football team, working together through a same target, a same goal, winning the game. And for sure, we can define what winning the game means. But I think at the end, it's really a great similarity. Thank you for your introduction. Uh, going to, to the main topic, the CXPA, um, perhaps it's it's all about customer experience. Where does customer experience come from? Because it's the CXPA is there since I think 12 years. Yeah, you know, if we trace the roots of, of customer experience, I think the first time that the term was used uh, was a, a uh, article that uh, Luke Carbone uh, contributed to in a marketing magazine um, in the mid-90s. You know, it traces its roots to the quality management movie, movement uh, and to really looking at the development of, of customer relationship management. I think that the foundation and founding of CXPA in 2011 marked a really important time because prior to the founding, uh, there were very few companies that had departments or positions that were specifically dedicated to customer experience. Many of them were in consumer management or in complaint resolution. And what it marked was a shift in mindset that we should think holistically about the perceptions that customers have across time. And in its early days, CXPA was a community that allowed people to exchange ideas. Um, and since we're talking about the soccer field, I, I'll, I'll actually uh, use a analogy that the great uh, grandfather uh, of uh, um, customer experience, Bruce Temkin, uh, shared with the CXPA at Insight Exchange a few years ago in, in uh, New Orleans. And what Bruce shared was that uh, in the early days of, of CXPA, customer experience was a little bit like your kids on a soccer pitch. <laughs> and uh, everyone is out there. We're all happy because we're playing the ball uh, and we're playing around, but no one's really headed in the right, the same direction. <laughs> you know, it's just everybody's doing their own thing. And when somebody does something cool, somebody else tries to copy it. Uh, you know, and Bruce went on to share, and, and this is the progression that we've seen, is, is that uh, then you start developing uh, strategies and techniques. You know, I love Italian uh, soccer. When I watch Italian soccer and you see these long passes across the field and these well-designed set plays, um, very different than the... Um, uh, sort of bullyish uh, American soccer that I grew up with, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, and so to think about, well, what are the techniques? What are what are the strategies? Um, nowadays, I, I think Bruce ended his uh, analogy by pointing out that customer experience has become much more like an orchestra, where you have a conductor, and the CX leader is the conductor that's bringing out the strengths and the elements of the different parts and different. Uh, parts of the orchestra or parts of the organization to create something beautiful, to create a symphony that is creating that customer experience. No, I think what you're saying, it's, it's really interesting. And um, at the end, we are playing on, on this field. And I would like to understand from you, how did customer experience change 
throughout the, the years. Because, for example, um, one biggest learning that I had is I use it. To, it they were six. Now there are five pillars from from the six PA. And I tried to explain to 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 our um, board. Uh, in my but my former employer what was customer experience and with these pillars i was able to explain to them it, it's not only about creating one journey or doing this or doing that or doing as you said complaint management but it's a bit broader it's about a bit really thinking about the customer from the beginning to, to the end w what's your view on that yeah, you know, I, I couldn't agree uh, more, Greg, the importance of what CXBA and the CXBA community has done to help raise awareness that uh, we shouldn't be arguing over the definition of what we mean. We shouldn't be trying to change from CX to a different set of letters. Um, what we should be doing is, is agreeing on the topic that we're uh, discussing so that we can then begin to advance the conversation. So I was really, really pleased that CXPA came together and developed what is CX.com uh, and a common definition for customer experience and a customer experience professional so that we can uh, advance the conversation. So that was, um, I think we did that about three years ago. Uh, and then where does that lead to? You know, coming up with, uh, you know, one sentence that says customer experience is the perception that a customer has of an organization across all touch points, technology, and time, uh, you know, that uh, results in the perception that the customer has of that organization. Agreeing on that and agreeing that customer experience professional is a catalyst that works across the organization to drive those results uh, allowed us to take that uh, uh, space and create the uh, CX uh, book of knowledge. 322 pages of uh, um, textbook material that talks about the fundamental techniques, the fundamental theories, the fundamental steps and definitions that are used. And so that's sort of where we are. You know, there's a lot of work to be done because right now we've identified over 120 universities that are teaching customer experience courses. Um, and that's great. But the next question is, are they teaching the same uh, uh, techniques and information that employers care about. And so that's why CCXP and the Book of Knowledge are all based on research of actual CX professionals around the world to say, what do you do on a daily basis? How important is it to your success? And we, we update that every five years, which is why we went from six you know, to five. Um, it's not just a one consulting company's perspective. It is the sense of the community. Yeah, what you are saying, it's, it's really interesting. And it brings me also to, 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 to the next question, because I see in LinkedIn, in all this platform, a lot of discussion. Uh, our six pillars, our five pillars, it should be four. I have three that are, that are better than the one of the CXPA. I create my view on that. But at the end, we are always speaking about the same, putting it from a bit different point of view and in our cx community 
and there is a little little buzzword. Everybody speaking about customer experience. I can find millions on on of articles about, for example, customer journey management. If I go to a CFO and I speak about customer journey management, the first thing that he's telling me, and I tried that because I wanted to test that, he said I couldn't care less about customer journey management. What does it bring to the business? What does it bring to us? That's the question that he asked. The the you are the manager the senior manager in charge if you want to use customer journey management or something different up to you i trust you do that but stop speaking about strange words and focus on what we on what we really need and based on that my question is we are a bit in a in a community we are always speaking about the same topics how can we get a better connection to outside of this community yeah you know so uh you know, the first thing that I take away from, from your experience uh, there and, and, and what you shared is, is that you're talking with a CFO. And it's interesting because all of us have to eventually talk to our finance advisors. And we've gotten to a point where everyone knows what the term profit means. <laughs> everyone knows what revenue expenses mean. No one asks the CFO. I don't care what method you're using because there are accepted standards. You know, so the first thing that I think we need to remember as a community is when you invent a different model, when you use a different term, when you uh, try to uh, go and uh, do something that is um, a, a I, I think you use, you know, strange terms or, 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 or you know, these other terms, you are creating and seeding confusion. You know, if you can go back and you can say, this is the definition from the global uh, society, it is helpful to just move forward on to the next question. And, and that next question, I, I totally agree, is a huge one for us. How do we make sure that we stay focused on business results? And, and business results are happier customers, happier employees, and a better bottom line. You know, and so uh, that is something we as customer experience people have to keep in mind. The goal is never, never uh, to have a higher NPS score or to have a better CSAT. The goal is always to have happier customers, happier employers, employees, and happier you know, bottom, business bottom lines. We might measure that with a piece, but we really have to think what's, what's the outcome that we're looking to drive. So how do we make sure that we bring that forward to others? Very important question, very dear to CXPA. Uh, in addition to the Book of Knowledge, we published eight monographs uh, back on CX Day. And those monographs are all designed to help a CX professional talk with their counterparts throughout the organization, whether it is building more effective collaboration with the C-suite or with the finance department or with marketing. Each monograph helps you as a CX leader better understand what's important to that department, what their terms and their measures are, and ways that you can work with them. So a great way to build success on, on one side is to build it from within the organization. The second way is to make sure that when we have an opportunity, uh, we are uh, pointing the general public back to the broad definition of CX rather than the occasional misuses. You know, so I know how frustrating it is when you have a bad customer service exchange, but don't post that on LinkedIn and say, 
this is an example of bad customer experience. At best, say this is a byproduct of a customer experience, product, you know, design that isn't working correctly. Um, but when you use the term customer experience interchangeably with a magical marketing moment or with a customer service breakdown, uh, you are failing to focus on the fact that customer experience is a business management discipline that's designed to create consistent results over time. It, it is not one interchange. It is the perception that is formed across all of those interchanges. And I think what, what you're saying brings me also to think about that. Uh, please allow me to say that we as a customer experience professional, we need also to align what we are doing with the purpose of the company, with the vision of the company. And perhaps could you share also your view about this purpose-led companies. I love that. And, and I 100% agree. You know, there's a lot of conversation at the moment uh, about customer experience, experience, uh, employee experience, brand experience, uh, connecting to, to purpose. And, you know, as I said earlier, we have to keep in mind that the outcome we're looking for are happy customers, happy employees, and better business results. And that comes through a, a number of different features in a number of different spaces. But uh, let me give you a practical example. Uh, yesterday, um, Roxy Stromenger at UKG uh, posted to the UKG blog talking about the importance of empathy across the organization, not just to employees, but also to the values that the company has. And, and that's what we can bring as customer experience professionals to take the world we live in to the next level is to make better outcomes for all customers, uh, you know, for all potential customers and customers thinking about diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, you know, there as well. Um, thinking about uh, the way that we make sure that the commitment to customers is known and supported uh, in the C-suite uh, and to think about how we create better employee experiences as well, you know, and, uh, one piece of advice for anyone who's listening in at the, at the moment, if you find that your commitment to customers is not in line with your organization's brand commitment to customers, you probably need to start looking for your next job. Um, you know, it, it's not going to be sustainable for, for you on your mental health, and it's probably not going to be supported. Uh, your CX initiatives are probably not going to be supported if your brand doesn't have the same values that you do. Uh, yeah, and uh, based on, if you're speaking about values, top management support, and then uh, brand purpose, then I need to ask this question. What was the role of the culture in a company? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, uh, I, I think that this is actually, it, it may be the space I should have answered when you asked earlier about what's changed with, with customer experience. You know, if you, if you rolled the clock back, probably even just five years. Um, the big buzzword at that time was uh, customer centricity. Uh, you know, and uh, there was the thought that if you just focus everything on the customer, that everything will be solved. And um, it's important, customer centricity is very important, but it's not enough if you don't bring forward the culture as well. How do we balance the way that we treat our employees, the way that we develop our employees, the way that we empower and share information? with our employees to allow them to uh, deliver the great customer experience. 
Um, how do we uh, hold our brand values in terms of what is fair, what is right, what is equitable, what is just? Um, and that is, you know, both across our customer levels and our, our place and being in, in the community. And so uh, culture is uh, one of those core pillars, you know, and, uh, um, you know, I'd have to say that uh, what's interesting about the culture pillar is that it is the one that requires uh, the most uh, advanced form of leadership, change management leadership, uh, and that it requires the greatest amount of collaboration, uh, you know, to the C-suite and, and to others. And it's why CX professionals shouldn't view themselves as superheroes that wear a cape and swoop in to break fix a problem. You know, they should instead view themselves as strong empathetic humans that work alongside other great teammates throughout the organization. And we should be looking to, of course, always hold up the customer, but always hold up our teammates and, and talk about how they're helping to create the success along the way. I think you, you are perfectly describing also the role of, of a C, CX professional because we cannot solve everything. We cannot continue only trying to, to push water uphills, trying to explain to everybody. We have also this, this education uh, role. And this is something that what the CXPA is really supporting us with the, with the great community, with the books that you shared and you, and, and you mentioned. And one important thing is also sharing experiences. And I'm thinking about the CX day now. It's, we are having that since several years. If I remember well, and please, if I say something wrong, please correct me. 2021, it, uh, the, the motto was CX is a team sport. Last year is CX drives success. And, uh, and could you please elaborate about, about the, the 6P, 6P CX day and how the CXPA created this, uh, this, this idea? Yeah, so CX day, uh, first uh, Tuesday in October, uh, you know, tremendous vision you know, by the CXPA board uh, and uh, early leaders to say we should have a day where we not only recognize the CX leaders that are driving success, but we also celebrate the customers and we celebrate the teammates who are helping to create a better world. Uh, and so it is another space to um, engage and inspire I think are, are the terms that I that I would use your entire organization in thinking about the difference that customer experience has made for your organization, uh, and to also encourage CX professionals to uh, do more uh, and to uh, be more successful. You know, uh, uh, along the way by highlighting uh, the great work you know that has been done. Um, CXPA on, on CX Day, uh, CXPA always uh, develops a theme. Uh, you know, I will not announce the theme for 2023, uh, uh, you know, today, but I will invite, um, you know, the viewers to drop me an email at uh, greg at cxpaglobal.org if you have a interest in getting involved in the planning for CX Day. Um, with that theme, what we look to do is, is we look to give uh, companies an organizing framework, CXPA networks an organizing framework, uh, and to create some uh, communication strategies to the general public. Um, during the course of CX Day, 
many companies will host internal appreciations. Um, sometimes the CEO will record a message about the importance. Sometimes they'll bring together frontline staff and, and executive staff. Uh, sometimes they'll do uh, thank you initiatives for uh, key customers. Um, but CXPA itself, it always loves that day because we also announce our impact award winners and our emerging leaders uh, class uh, on CX Day as well. So uh, this year we'll be introducing a new award and uh, the award will be based on collaboration. And so we will be looking to um, put a spotlight on uh, particularly effective collaborations between a CX team and either uh, another department within their organization with a customer or with a um, supporting organization outside that has allowed the organization to better serve its customers by working together with others. Oh, that's that's really interesting. Thank you for sharing that on uh, on on this podcast. We are very much looking forward what will uh, well, what will happen at the CX Day and what uh, the theme will be. And not looking only in 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 October this year, but looking in the future. In uh, ten years from now, we are back on the CX Goalkeeper podcast, and we are discussing about customer experience. Perhaps you have a bit different role, but uh, uh, what we are going to discuss about. Yeah, you know, uh, so a couple things that that I would be ex would be hopeful for in ten years. First and foremost is um, a rooted commitment of the board of directors, which is that uh, in ten years uh, that CX will be a known, established, and respected career path. So that when people, when we're talking to our uh, next generation, uh, you know, our, our kids, our, our, our friends' kids and uh, things that people are thinking, I want to grow up and be a CX professional. <laughs> that's the space that, that I want to be. Um, so that's one half. Uh, the second half is, is that we want to ensure that customer experience is known as a preferred business strategy. So uh, um, in addition to thinking about, uh, you know, being a environmentally friendly organization or being one that has great public trust, uh, we want people to think that uh, organizations that uh, have a strong customer experience program or commitment are preferred organizations to work with and that by committing to customer experience uh, and doing customer experience well, those organizations are seeing better results. So. That's one overarching goal. How will we see that manifest? You know, uh, I think that the growth of the CCXP program has been fantastic, but I think we need to accelerate and have many more CCXPs and to have many more organizations that are trusting the leadership of their CX programs to CCXPs so that they get those results that we just talked about. Uh, I think that we will see, <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> I think that we'll see uh, colleges and universities structuring uh, content programs and aligning them with the CXPA CX framework. Uh, I think that we will see uh, a variety of education available through CXPA in different languages uh, and giving both global content with a localized flavor so that people can uh, uh, find and advance you know, their career. Uh, and then I think that we will see that uh, um, we've hit those ideas of um, credibility. We've hit those ideas of um, 
certification and education and um, uh, making business impact. But at the core of it, we've kept the feeling of a community that supports one another and welcomes everyone to uh, bring their gifts to the community and contribute and, and also learn and benefit from their involvement. I am looking forward for the future that you are describing, really looking uh, very much for it. I want to say thank you very much, Greg. We are coming to the end of this game, but in the last three minutes of the extra time, I still have two questions for you. You already shared your email address, but if people would like to contact you, what's the best way? Yeah, uh, probably the two best ones, uh, you know, email. And I have to admit, I get a lot of emails, <laughs> Greg at cxpaglobal.org. So I apologize in advance for uh, any uh, delay in responding. Feel free to send them again if, if I haven't answered. Uh, the second is um, see the CX community is very active on LinkedIn. Uh, and I encourage you to connect with me. Um, and uh, you'll always know that it's me uh, because you will not find my profile without my CAE connected with it. So uh, there are a few other Greg Melias in the world. I am not a uh, uh, mixed martial arts fighter, and I am not qualified to give you financial investment advice, But uh, and I'm not a bike rider in in, uh, in the UK. But uh, um, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn and connect there as well. Thank you very much. And for the people that were not aware of the CXPA before that, where they can find the CXPA? Yeah, uh, come visit us at um, uh, cxpa.org or cxpaglobal.org. Uh, you know, we will be uh, uh, proud to have you connect. We have ways for you to be involved at all sorts of different levels. But uh, let me suggest, you know, if, if you're watching this, this podcast, it, it, one thing that I'd love for you to have as a takeaway is visit whatiscx.com and share that on with somebody else today so that we can help spread the common understanding of, of customer experience and advance the work that we're doing together. Thank you very much. And the very last question is Greg's golden nugget. It's something that we discussed or something new that he would like to leave to the audience. Yeah, you know, uh, what I love about this podcast is, is that uh, you are inspiring a lot of people who are interested in CX. Some of them are currently in a uh, CX role. Some of them would like to be in a CX role in, in the future. You know, my advice to, to each of you is to take control of your career. Make today the day that you think about what you want to achieve and what you want to give back to the world and what you want to uh, do with those working hours. Uh, and uh, take a look at uh, uh, cxjobboard.com, you know, for opportunities, uh, you know, and explore the opportunities to be a CX professional and be prepared because the next impact opportunity for you is right around the corner. I can only say thank you very much, Greg. It was a great pleasure. Please stay with me. To the audience, I think it's time to reflect about what Greg told us, all the insight that he shared with us and the golden nugget that he shared with us. Feedback is a gift. Please let me know, let Greg know about your thoughts, your question. We are here to answer the questions. Thank you very much. It was a great pleasure. Bye-bye. Thank you, Greg. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth. Subscribe it. Share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget, we are not in a B2B or B2C business. We are in a human-to-human -human environment. Thank you.